All right, welcome to another episode of Who's That DJ? I'm JSG and I'm going around the country talking to different DJs about their DJ journey. So today I'm joined by another special guest, DJ Shmoochie. What's happening, brother? Hey, brother, you good? Yeah, all good, man, all good. All right, so how we normally start the show off is we get a DJ to talk about who they are and their DJ journey, so their origin story. So who are you? Where'd you come from? Where am I? Where do I come from? Well, I used to be called DJ Smoochie. Yeah. I'm now just Smoochie. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, uh, London background, living in Kent. Yeah. Um, I've been DJing f- as my living, as my job, for about 11 years. Okay. So as my job. I started DJing when I was 13. Uh, I had my well, believe it or not, I was an MC before I was a DJ. Right, okay. My, one of my best friends at the time, he used to DJ, I used to MC. Yeah. And I uh, used to come around mine and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna buy myself a set of decks. Yeah. Started playing about, started playing like old jungle, garage, mm. a few hip hop records and that. Yeah. And the whole assy stuff and I, I fell in love with it, the passion of it. Mm. And MC it weren't really for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. remember I remember um as soon as I could blend, as soon as I could mix, I I, I just had the passion for it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just had the passion. And I remember um so when I was MC and I used to MC for a lot of big garage DJs. Okay. And uh I remember giving them tapes, listen to it, it's mini discs, listen to it, listen to it, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And uh, yeah, some of them did check it out. I ain't gonna mention no names because I don't really name drop, but mm. he said, yeah, you got it. Yeah. So from then, um, I just stuck to it. I took my first book in as a DJ at under 18 when I was 16. Okay. As soon as I got them goosebumps mm. from the crowd's reaction, when you drop a track and they make a noise. Yeah. That was it for me. I told myself, yeah, this is me, this is what I'm going to do for a job. Fair enough. So, yeah. So then, <clears throat> you come 18, started DJing for Garage Nation. Yep. Because um, that was my background, was UK Garage. Now, I'm, I'm mainly known for hip-hop, R&B, and urban music. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I am open format. So, right. even if you, those who know who book me or have seen me play, mm-hmm. even if you book me at an urban night, I might throw a motor and take it. Alright, yeah, yeah. Or you might get a reggae track from me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not. I am open format. Mm-hmm. And like, a lot of the stuff I do now, the corporate stuffs as well, so. You're playing yeah. across so many different genres. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, of course. Whoever's watching this, if there's any up and coming DJs, open format is the way forward. Yeah. Don't stick to a genre. If you're able to play everything, play it. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's, that's how I got into it. Okay, cool. So, from. Obviously building up yourself and your brand as a DJ um, obviously you do in events like I've still seen you do the, the Epsom uh, Ascot Ascot well yeah. Ascot, yeah. Ascot and those sorts of venues so how did you what was the transitioning from <coughs> like doing it sets recording it on mini disc to then getting yourself out there to so do those kind of events the way it was at the time I was about 20, 21, I had a normal job, mm-hmm. and I used to DJ just on weekends. Um, I started DJ when UK Funky was big. Yeah. I hit that scene, I'd done quite well in it, and mm-hmm. I ended up being like a PA DJ um, for people like Gracious K, Tribal Mags, this, that, and the other. Yep. And managed to go overseas, do certain booking stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like I said, I was in my normal job, and something come up, an opportunity to work abroad for a summer. Okay. And I was like, right, okay. So I went over there to do one booking at first. Then they said, right, 
we could offer you a residency here, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Thought about it, I was young, do you know what I mean? No tyres, no nothing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've done it. I wouldn't have done it. Now, I lived in Greece for four years. Right, okay. Um, and I was like the resident of the biggest club out there. Mm-hmm. But I ended up having my own boat party mm. and my own events brand every yeah. Friday. So, it done really well in that, money wise and stuff like that, and it was a good experience. And I travelled around the, the party islands and all that. Yeah. But, let me just go back. Before I went to before I went to Greece, I was a resident in Maidstone and I was playing spinning three, four nights a week at yeah. every club and the top top nights, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went to Greece, blah blah blah. Now when I come back, you slip off the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your name's not about, it's not circulating. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So I I just thought, how can I do this? How can I get my name back here? Although people know me as a DJ, this and the other, yeah. how can I get back on that circuit to mm-hmm. get bookings again? Yeah. Because you know yourself in this DJ game, promoters are promoters. Yep. Like, and I'll go into the social media side of thing in that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's always been, oh, let's book a fifty-pound DJ. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've just they've got the tracks. Mm-hmm. They ain't worried about mixing ability or how you can hold a crowd, how you can work a crowd on the mic, etc. Anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. Isn't it? Yeah. Why are they going to pay for a resident? Why are they going to pay three hundred pound? They pay fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought, how am I going to get back into this? Because there's so many young people like, around my area. Mm-hmm. They, I don't, they don't really know me no more, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what, I ain't even worried about residences. So, like, like I said, I earned money abroad, and now I had money. Yep. Now, my friend at the time, um, who I used to work with in Greece, he had this great big light-up robot that he built himself. Okay, yeah. yeah. He, just, he called it the IT bot. Yep. And basically, it was him. He, he's a big DJ and all. Like, he plays... Um, what did he used to play? I think he played out, out of the book. Stream of his name is. Anyway, okay. he was based in Abu Dhabi in Dubai. Yeah. But he was living in Greece for me at the time. Mm-hmm. So he built this great big suit and I see it and I went, you know what, that's amazing. It's brilliant. Fair play, like the whole production of it, the reaction you get from the people and everything. Yeah. So I said to him, Magoo, I need one bill. Yeah. He was like, what do you mean? Who's going to do it? I said, me. He said, I need one bill. Yeah. Yeah. So, we done it, built a robot, blah, blah, blah. He built all the lights and that in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Sent it over and then I built the rest of it here. Yeah. Anyway, I set up a brand called the Drone Robot. Mm-hmm. The way I sold it was the clubs would hire it. Yep. They'd come out as a special guest, mm-hmm. but they'd get two people. Yep. I'm letting off a secret here because not a lot of people know. Now, when the Drone Robot come out, mm. that was me right. in the robot suit, firing mm-hmm. the CO2 and all that, yeah? yeah. But they also booked me as well. This was when I was DJ Smoochie and not just Smoochie. Right, so okay. It'd be the drone robot yeah. and DJ Smoochie. Yeah. So now the club are getting two acts. Yeah. Straight away, people were snapping it up. Like it was, obviously, mm. the fear to just some people would only want a DJ set, some people would only want. Well, I've mm. done DJ sets in the helmet, all it up, and that. It was, it was good, it was mad. Mm. Brilliant for students and stuff like that, and all the fresher stuff. It was good. Because yeah. it was unique. But now there's lots of copycats, yeah. and you can buy them robot suits now for eBay cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard that. Um, so yeah, that's what happened now. So I thought, right, this is the way to put my name back on the map in the UK mm-hmm. to draw bookings in. Yeah. Start drawing traffic to the name DJ Smoochie. Yeah. Anyway, it worked. So they recognised it again. Blah blah blah. I was back playing. The way I look at every set is you play every set like it's your last, and yep. you just smash it every time. Whether there's ten people or ten thousand, 
So that was happening. Now I'm getting booked for the DJ, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now, this, Bel Air, Black Bottle Boys. Yeah. Um, a couple of guys that I knew were in the Black Bottle Boys in the mm -hmm. UK. Yeah. Um, which were Jonesy, mm -hmm. Mine Too Smooth. Um, I, I knew them, but I knew Jonesy very well. Yep. I, I booked him to come to Greece. And um, okay. I'd be coming to meet Scott the Drummer when I was getting booked for the robot in Scotland. Yeah. Anyway, I said, how do I get involved with this brand? I said, because I've got an idea. Mm -hmm. I said, how do I get involved? They were like, which is now my manager, mm -hmm. Barry. Yeah. Um, he don't, because he's like the boss of Europe, of Bel Air. Yeah, he's okay. actually got an artist management company as well. Right, okay. So he now manages me in that. Mm -hmm. Anyway. This is all in the space of a year I've done this. Mm. So I said, right Barry, give me the opportunity. I think this robot thing can yeah. work with him light up bottles. The robot lights up, I can change colour to whatever the bottle is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I was doing that, doing that. So I wasn't signed to Bel Air. Mm -hmm. I was, say I just received a care package. Right, okay. So I used that in my power. Now that care package, I got, I took everywhere with me. I wouldn't open them. I'm the other this club stuck to. Yeah. <clears throat> and what I would do is I would make sure I've got great video footage, mm -hmm. good content for the brand. Yeah. So then the higher up, cool. you, you Rick Ross, mm -hmm. this, that and the other, they started seeing it. What I slowly done was fade the robot out. Right, okay. Yeah? Because I was busy, I DJ, then mm -hmm. with the robot. I, might, I used to have two or three shows a month with a robot. Mm -hmm. I was only getting one every month, every six weeks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. I was busy DJing, so now I was incorporating it mm -hmm. with DJ Smoochie. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Next minute, I was, I'm getting liked on Instagram by um, Bel Air, the company. Mm -hmm. Everyone, like the whole circle, the family of it, the unit, people from Maybach Music, they're liking pictures because they're liking the music because it's being shared over Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Um, me and Barry had a conversation. Yeah. And he said, it's time to sell that robot. Yep. And I was like, yeah, I don't use it. Right. Anyway, I sold it, blah, blah, blah. Concentrated on the DJ. As soon as I sold that robot, mm -hmm. I changed myself to Smoochie. Right. Okay. I was going to change it to something completely different, mm. but Smoochie is now a brand. Okay. Yeah? So as opposed to the DJ, so you when just you say DJ, Smoochie. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when you say DJ, mm -hmm. DJ Smoochie, mm -hmm. what does that person do for a job? Right. The DJ. DJ, yeah. If you say smoochy, although I, they know I DJ, yeah. what else does it say? Mm -hmm. it, it's and that's like a good key about branding is not to brand it. Specifically. Yeah, as a DJ. specific, like, I don't know, obviously iPhone, yeah? Mm. If you say iPhone, you know yeah. it's a phone. Yeah. You say, I've got this new Apple product. Yeah. What is it? Is it anything. a laptop? Yeah. Is it a phone? Yeah. You know they do phones, you know they do laptops. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of course. So, yeah, just a word of advice to anyone becoming a brand. Just take take that away from you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, long story short, I wanted to become an official Black Bottle Boy. Now when you're an official Black Bottle Boy, you are representing Rick Ross. Mm -hmm. So with Rick Ross, it isn't just Luke Belair, it's Maybach Music Group. Yeah. Uh, it's everything. He, he's an old empire of mm -hmm. businesses. Once you're under him, you, you get support from a lot of the team and family to do with the business. Yeah. So I said to Barry, I said, I need to be a black boy. He yeah. went, what for? Yeah. I said, because watch what I do. Yeah. And he went, I can't really make you at the minute because there's too many. There was too many of us in the UK. And at the time, the only black boy boys were 
Martin Tushmove, Andy Fennell, mm -hmm. Henrik Chance, G2, Prospect, Jonesy, Scott the Drummer, and of course the first Black Ball Boy Exo Man. Yep. So it was eight. Mm -hmm. They all spoke, blah, blah, blah. They, a lot of them put in good words. Thank you, Martin Tushmove, and Jonesy and everyone else. Yep. Um, yeah, they put in good words to try and get me in the group. Mm -hmm. But. Barry just didn't have the, he weren't allowed the didn't numbers, have the yeah. yeah, because it's such a niche thing, and mm -hmm. you want it to be the best wherever it is, like, yeah, like, it's supposed to be the best people from around wherever they are in the country, county, city, yeah, that's the group it was, so anyway, I said, alright then, he went, I can't, he said, how about this, we make something up, mm -hmm. it's official, yeah, so, I can sponsor you, I can yeah. get you sponsored by Luke Belair, mm -hmm. yeah, but I can't actually make you a black bottle boy. Right. I couldn't, couldn't even have one of these jackets. Okay. Right? So, I said, well, how are we going to do this? He was like, right, let's set a thing up. Me and you are going to set this thing up. Thought we'll name this set and the other. Mm -hmm. and first, we called it the Renegade Black Bottle Boys. Okay. Now, I started that. Well, me and Barry started that. I was the first Renegade Black Bottle Boy. Yeah. Because I couldn't beat an official Black Bottle Boy. Yeah. So, I'll, it lasted a month, plugging it. Boom, boom, boom. I was just plugging it. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Next minute, I'm getting liked by Rick Ross. Okay. Rick Ross is commenting on stuff now. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He's seen the movement. But I ain't got no black ball boy jacket. I had a couple of t-shirts. I had a t-shirt, jumper. Yeah. But I had, I had the merchandise, do you know what I mean? I yeah. had the brand, everything around me. Mm -hmm. And I was. I was putting on the nights. I was doing this. I was taking it to venues. Yeah. I was making it work. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I wake up one morning. My phone is blowing off. Right. It's going nuts. I'm like, what? I've got missed calls from Barry, I've got missed calls from people I haven't spoke to in two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like I'm saying, it's bananas. Mm. Anyway, I took a notice, went on, tried going through a notification, went on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yep. Now I'm going through WhatsApp. I've got um, <coughs> a message from Barry mm -hmm. saying, brother, have you seen Instagram? Yeah. My like, brother, I'm trying to get through now. What's going on? What's happened? Yeah. Next minute, everyone's tagging me in this picture. Mm. Rick Ross yeah. took a picture of me right. off my profile yeah. and put it on his personal profile. Wow. It's never ever been done. Yeah. From someone from the UK, yeah. it's never ever been done. Mm. So I was like, oh shit. I was a bit gassed, but I didn't realise how much it, how much it would move it. Yeah. So um, I messaged Barry back and I said to him, oh sick, these. Like, I didn't know he's never done that before. Okay. But yeah. he shares pictures of people with, the, um, like, say you took a picture of the bottle. Yeah. And then he might nick that picture and put it up, like a repost sort of thing. Yeah. But not as actual a person. Right. Yeah, unless yeah. it's someone like Meek Mill, oh, Migos. Right. Someone close to him in his camp. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So when when I looked and my picture was up and I, and I went through his page and it was just like A-listers in, mm -hmm. in the hip-hop game or whoever. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, that's sick, that's decent. Barry messaged me and he said, bruv, you don't understand. Mm. I said, what? He went, bruv, he's tagged your name. Right, oh, it's not as well as put a picture. Went, yeah. Right, he went, bruv, your Insta's going to blow. Yeah. My Insta's going to blow, he's tagged your name. Mm. Yeah? Because he, he used to comment on stuff saying, oh, like, my man, Good work, this and the other, which is good. Like, I have someone of his stature mm -hmm. yeah. interact with you, and it mm -hmm. is him doing it. He isn't someone else, it is him. Yeah. He does it all. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
I was, I was like, yeah, when I was getting comments now. So anyway, I let it sink in day later. Anyway, I think I grew 10,000 followers in three days or something. Stupid, yeah. mad. Yeah. So like, I was like, it's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, Barry mm -hmm. had to make me a black ball boy. Right, yeah. Straight away. Yeah. Because that's the big recognition from the man, yeah. from the main guy. So he had to go, yeah, here's your jacket, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're in the group, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. He, not that he didn't want me in it, but he was just at the time. Yeah, so, yeah, it worked. Mm. So from then, a lot of people would go, oh, yeah, I've done this now, blah, 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 and mm. just slack. Right, okay, yeah, because they think they made it. Now, that opportunity there, I thought, right, now, nah, let's pop this properly. Mm. Then that was it, I was consistent, I was going out, I was doing, um, to even get good content before mm -hmm. I was a black bottle boy. Yeah. I had, after I've had photo shoots, for brand photo shoots and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Everything's a professional content and that is why, in my head, mm -hmm. I honestly think that's why Rick Ross done what he done because you can see, he, he's like that. He, he is the sort of guy that likes to see people while working. He's a hustler, isn't he? Yeah, you know of course, man? yeah. So yeah. Then a week later, I see him screenshot a picture mm. of my whole Instagram account. So right, it, it was a picture of me. Profile, yeah. It was a picture of me, mm -hmm. but it had my tag name in it. Mm. Just I was in this jacket, just looking up, holding a bottle. Yeah. And then he put that on Twitter. Mm. So he screenshotted all my details. Yeah. And then put Black Bottle Boys like, running or something like that. But yeah. yeah, so that's that's what happened with that. So then people were interested in you straight away, and it's a shame. This is what's a shame, is because you can be the most talented DJ, mm -hmm. um, you could have such a good music knowledge, you could just rock any crowd, you could do anything like that. Yep. But until someone who's already big in the game, in the public eye, mm. and is well respected, actually shows you love, mm. you don't, it, it gets you somewhere, do you know what I mean? So yeah, say like, I've, I've been doing it, my job is 11 years, and I'm mm. just, things are starting to look up, move forward, I'm getting onto bigger and bigger and bigger things. Mm. That's took 10 years. So I imagine if, say, Bel Air weren't involved, yeah. say someone, like, because I've, I've always interacted with big people in the game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've always got good feedback from them if I had something to do with it, because mm -hmm. I like to think my content's clean, it's professional. Yeah. But it might have taken me 20 years. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? By then I'm too old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> of course, of course. So it, it does help having that, and that's why I say, like, if I ever, if I ever made it massive or anything like that, mm. I would definitely anyone that supports or anything like that, I'd, I'd push a plug. Yeah. Just because it does give them a boost. Do you know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. So yeah, so that's how that's I got myself out there. From that was the sort of stages, mm. but. I did. It was doing the like you all know. You're all DJs mm -hmm. doing the standard things: mixtape, weekly mixtape, monthly mixtape, this that and the other. Hard copy, sending it out to people. Mm. SoundCloud, MixCloud, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's all good, and it shows you're on top of your game. And mm -hmm. if you got to look at your mixtapes, they're practice. Yeah. Just practice and just record. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But you, the only way to get forward in this DJ game mm -hmm. is to stay consistent, but try and bring something unique to the table as well. To like mm -hmm. something totally different. Yeah, so that's outside the box. Mm. Okay, so just. I've rambled right on. There. No, it's fine, I've mate. Cut, it's a lot of, <laughs> cut a lot of things out in one. I thought while I was flying, I just did a whole lot. No, mate, it's perfectly fine. Right, so in terms of. I think obviously you raised a few good points there. Um, one of the questions I had for you, because obviously you mentioned mixtapes, your SoundCloud, Mixcloud, all that other stuff. Do you think radio still plays a part? In that game as well, or not as much in this in the era of social media. If 
funny you should say that because I spoke to my manager mm -hmm. and I said, <clears throat> what do you think about me, <clears throat> another step for me going into radio now, like mainstream? Yeah. I, did, I ain't going to mention a station. I did get offered a slot on a station that's just been made, okay. FM license and stuff like that, but it's got a big listening. Yeah. To be honest, I was busy at the time. Mm -hmm. I had so much going on, I didn't know if I could commit to it. Yeah. But I'll shout you out, Ritz, um, that was you, mate. That was to do with you, and I'm sorry I never got back and sorted it all out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, after I did speak to him and said, "Do you think?" He said, "It all depends. If you're not for me now at my age, mm -hmm. I don't think it, it, it helped me." Okay. Booking wise, it might. Mm. Say, for instance, you can put like the want of Radio One logo. Yeah. It's common sense, isn't mm -hmm. it? Money extra, the kiss, the capital. Yeah. You put them on a logo. Uh, you put them on the, f the logo on the flyer, and promoters will book you because yeah. it's so it's a commercialised thing. Right. But as your career, mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to do too much. Do too much. Okay. They get your bookings. Mm -hmm. But you need—I don't know—when it comes to your career, you, it needs to be you from you. Right. Something okay. you're Rather bringing to you. the table. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're on radio. Cool. Mm. But it's like loads of these DJs now. They're getting a guest mix mm -hmm. on Kiss. They're getting a guest mix on Radio One. They're getting a guest mix on Radio. One extra, mm -hmm. capital. Yeah. They're putting in their bios and all that. Ah, uh, resident for this. Resident. No, you're not. Right. Yeah. Are you on their payroll? Yeah. Do they put food on your table? That's what mm -hmm. you need to understand. You're mm -hmm. not. Yeah. You do one mix. Mm -hmm. It's like me going and doing a mix tomorrow for one extra, and then saying, "Yes, I'm a one extra resident." No, I'm, I'm not. Mm -hmm. and I don't mean that in the disrespect, but that's something you need to stay away from. Because what about if they do offer you a full-time job? Yeah. Where's the, yeah. Where's the hype? Yeah. Where's the hype? So I, I'm doing, and don't lie about stuff. Mm. Tell it how it is. If you're doing a guest mix, mm -hmm. say yeah, looking forward to me first guest mix, me second guest mix, me fiftieth guest. It's a guest mix. Yeah. Don't say I DJ and try and guest promote that and say I DJ for Radio One. Right. Okay. Because yeah. you played one twenty minute mix. Yeah. Five years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of it, course. It's, it's, it's not good for you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just not good for you as a person. I think. So yeah, with radio, um, young. If you're young, I'd say if you're under under thirty, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah, definitely. Even if you like, even me now. Don't get me wrong. If I got asked to do a guest mix, I'd do it like that. Bang, straight yeah, away. Yeah, of course. But, you but as a job, a, as a mm. job, I don't. Unless it was a job and it was guaranteed, because mm -hmm. I know people that's worked for certain radio shows mm -hmm. and they was there years. Yeah. They got dropped like that. Yeah. And they they were the great like I can't mention. I don't really want to mention no names, mm -hmm. but. One of my friends, the great DJ, probably the best open format DJ in this whole country, right. got dropped, mm -hmm. and it was it was unfair. Do you know what I mean? Of and if course. they're saying something about someone of that capability, mm -hmm. who you look up to as a DJ, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, so I hear it. That sort of stuff. I, I would just be yourself, work for yourself, be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. And that's the thing about the self-made. Mm. It's about being self-made. That is what all it is. You ain't got answer to no one. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Cool. All right, so. Keeping with that, I mean, you've got you've mentioned quite a lot around the branding, which I want to get to in a minute. But a uh, quick question around the DJ space as a whole: What do you see are good and bad things about the current DJ space as it is currently? <clears throat> the good things, I'll tell you what is a good thing: mm -hmm. DJ City. Yeah, it's a good thing, but at the same time, it can be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Nothing, you know yourself. How long have you been DJing? Uh, almost 20 years. Yeah. There you go. Mm. You remember going to them days in the record shop? Yeah. Yeah? 
I remember nearly having fights in referee shops. Mm. Like last final or last one? Yeah, I remember someone, pick, I picked a white logo out of something yeah. and there was three of them in there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can't remember what track it was. I ended up having a roll around the shop with a fella. Because right. he snatched it out of my hand. Yeah. Because he was big, he was older than me. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I thought I ain't having that. Not letting it go, yeah. I had a little two bob, sh- I had a little two bob job in a fish and chip shop. And I yeah. remember all my wages, records. Yeah. Records, records, records. So, yeah, DJ City is a very good thing for it because mm-hmm. it also brings DJs together, mm-hmm. like when they do the meetups and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not just in this country, around the world, around they're the world, running yeah. it. Fair play to DJ City. Mm-hmm. Music's so accessible now, isn't it? Yeah. You ain't got to pay for it no more. Mm-hmm. Even you get these converters now. Yeah. YouTube videos, you can convert it free 20. Yeah. They're getting 20, that yeah. good. Yeah, if you pay like mm-hmm. £10 a month to get this converter, you can download any anything sourceable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's that's good for DJs linking up, mm-hmm. meeting and stuff like that. Yeah. Bad point to being a DJ now is it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know me. Yep. I plan to turn to in my rider if, if I'm being booked for me, mm-hmm. or if I play a residency spot and I'm playing for four hours. Yeah. I will plan turntables. Yeah. Now it's hard hard to say because no one's really got them anymore. Yeah, yeah, of course. Everyone. But now, in my, in my rider, mm-hmm. say if I'm booked for an hour set, yep. obviously I'd get there earlier anyway. Say if it's up north somewhere, mm-hmm. I'd get there earlier to the club, go and check it out, see what it's about. Yep. But then I'd put an extra fee on it mm-hmm. if they couldn't get turntables and wanted me to use turntables. Because right. a lot of promoters are wanting them now. Mm-hmm. Because it's so rare. Like they booked me before and I've just rolled up with them. Yeah. They're like, you found on them. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that's the good thing with the Black Bottom Boys. We, we all can play on tour because, I'm not being funny, you get a DJ from the last five years. Yep. There's ten, two of them might be able to play on turntables. Mm-hmm. Three of them can only play on controllers. Right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. And like all that sync and stuff like that, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think it's, and DJ now is harder than it's ever been to make it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ever. Mm. Like I said, because everything's easier. Mm. I think now with with the with the new technology, it's about how creative you can be with the equipment with you have. With the equipment, yeah. and that's, when I say about the turntable, now, I think it might come back round, you know. Yeah. Because like last year, last Christmas, there was mm. more records, vinyl yeah. records sold than anything else. Yeah. People buying more record players. Mm. People like it's like we've gone back in time, like mm. our brain. They like putting that record on and putting a needle on it. Yeah, of course. It feels like they they are actually going to play some music. Mm. I'm talking about in your house, not even on a set of turntables. Yeah, of course. Like I bought my mum for Christmas an old uh, record player and some records and that. Yeah. She loved it, that's what she wanted, you know what I mean? Mm. But with the new technology, I can't remember what the name of it, but obviously you've got the new rain decks, mm-hmm. they're called the 60. You got the, I think it's the 72s, 72s. and the, I can't remember the other one, but yeah, the rain 72, yeah. which I've seen is the, the platterless. That's it, that's the one, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Like, that's a brilliant idea. No, yeah. you, know, you ain't got to worry about bass in the club, nothing, needle yeah. snapping, nothing at all. It's a puddle, yeah. do you know what I mean? Brilliant, brilliant idea. Mm. And then you've got the other thing, you know, what goes on top of the turntable. I should have wrote these names down before the interview. What is that, like the little, it's a box. little box, the laser box that's the laser on the box, needle. Yeah, and it yeah. runs to like a sand, sand car at like the back of the yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that brilliant idea. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No needles needed ever again. Yeah. That's but awesome. if that comes back, mm. I think it'd do wonders mm. for DJs. Yeah. Because of actual control. Mm-hmm. If you could do, 
I don't know, because you're still using the software, aren't you? You're still using yeah, of course, Serato, but I think it's using... just a, a unique feel you get yeah. from using the vinyl. And with that needle, needleless system, it's like you can use any vinyl you want. It doesn't yeah. have to be anything, yeah. and it will just sit there and control it to right yeah. the other way. So, no, that's... that's but yeah, that's, for the, the, the DJ space, the way it is at the minute, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Camera's move. Yeah. Um, it's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Than it used to be, yeah. but it's a lot harder to get further. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, I think so. One thing I wanted to touch on quickly is obviously you seem to be quite um, well versed in the whole branding ethos, I suppose, like with the social media and everything else. You seem to be quite clued up on it. So my question to you is, in terms of I think you made a point earlier on, obviously, with changing your name to just Smoochie as opposed to DJ Smooch, you're able to build yourself as a brand in that in that sense. So for up-and-coming DJs and other guys coming making their way, so you've got established DJs who aren't necessarily good at doing the branding, yeah. what would be like your, I suppose it's more than three steps, but what would be like your three best pieces of advice you could give to other DJs around branding and getting that or improving their branding from what it is currently. Right. So first things first, whatever it is you do, whether you, even if you're a producer, mm. if you was a even if you was a host, not even an MC, mm-hmm. master your craft. Yeah. Whatever it is you do, master your craft because a lot of people this day care too much about branding. Mm-hmm. Then when you go to deal with them and do business, they they what? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. you are basic. Mm-hmm. Try and become. You'll never be on top of your game because you learn every day. Yeah. But get to where you think you can. Be happy with yourself. Be confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then when it becomes being a brand, look at someone you like that's mm-hmm. in the same, the, the same, space. same space as you. So say mm-hmm. for instance, you blow it out of the water. Say, uh, uh, people take the mick out of me. They say, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you're trying to be like the fucking, excuse my French, uh, the UK's Khalid and all that. Right. But, for instance, say if we use Khaled, mm-hmm. look at, and a lot of his stuff is controlled for him because he's a very busy man. Yeah. But look at how he posts. Obviously, these DJs are not on that level. Now, mm-hmm. if you've got a DJ that's playing one night a week mm-hmm. and you've got DJ Khaled, how are you going to base your life on that? Yeah. You're not. But what you're going to do is how does... I'm trying to think of another DJ that's big other people know because obviously people who want to watch this can only really relate to that guy mm. do you know what I mean of course so say like for instance like a Charlie Sloth or Tim Westwood or Charlie Sloth Charlie Sloth is very similar mm. to Khaled mm. in the English way the way he goes on yeah. he's po- like, when he posts on social media he's consistent yeah. now you say Charlie Sloth you know what you're getting with Charlie Sloth yeah. you say DJ Khaled you know what you're getting don't you mm-hmm. so you don't want to be like someone else you don't want to intimidate in, um, you don't want to duplicate them. You don't want to duplicate someone. Yeah. But if you like their style and the way they go on, mm. try and work out how they do it mm-hmm. and watch and study. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, when it comes to me with branding, mm. I didn't. I watched all the big people, and I watched like everything for me is visuals. Mm-hmm. Visuals are very important. So yeah. Know what you want, mm. what angle you're going down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So first thing master your class mm-hmm. second thing study social media yeah. and what angle you want to approach it from mm-hmm. or if you can create a different angle do it yeah Yeah. 
then once you've got that stay consistent, mm -hmm. third key, I'd say, make sure you're clean mm -hmm. the brand. Yep. Because remember, whatever you're calling yourself, even you can be a brand and still be called DJ. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But when someone says that name, mm. the idea of a brand is to know what they're getting. Right. Yeah. Nah. For instance, like I just swore a second ago, mm. but I used to swear on my stories on Snapchat. On Blah, 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 just add it. Mm. I've spent two and a half years changing myself as a brand. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Two and a half years solid work. Yeah. Nah, you will not catch me swearing on my social media. Mm -hmm. Because if I do want to do corporate stuff and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and they do, that one time, say someone, say like my manager went, right, I've got you this corporate booking, blah, 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 I've given them your Instagram, check that out. Yeah. They go on my story and I'm effing and blinding and rah, 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 and, do you know what I mean? Or yeah, ranting about saying, and just, it's negative. Like, yeah. I'm a positive person, and all. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look good, so they're going to look at you and think, hold on a minute, what are we going to book him for that party for? Yeah. I'd rather pay another £500 for this man, yeah. who's, do you know what I mean, well, it de delivers himself well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's the three points. Mm -hmm. Craft, mm -hmm. content, and consistency. Boom. There we go, so it's three, three key pieces of advice there. Boy, I can't even say much more than that. Three C's. Yeah. That's excellent. Actually, just on that, I noticed on one of your Instagram posts was about uh, dress sense. I'm pretty sure it was you when you were saying that you weren't one of the DJs that always walk around with a snapback. Yeah, that's correct. You, you know, like to... I'm not going to say you want to be the, like the best dressed DJ, but you obviously want to carry yourself a certain way because... I think that opens up other avenues for you so you don't look like the average DJ. I used to wear, I've always, don't get me wrong, like in the day kicking about, I yeah. wear a snapback. Yeah. And then the hip hop culture, the urban culture, mm. even general, even like EDM DJs and this and that. Mm -hmm. Snapback, it's the image, isn't it? It's yeah. a DJ. Mm. So you fool yourself trying to fit in yeah. with other people. Mm -hmm. Like my style are these hats, yep. like your peaky blinder hats. Like the amount of bookings I roll up in a suit, mm. do you know what I mean? A full-blown suit. Like people go, well, where are you going? A wedding? I'm not going to book it. Yeah. I don't go, what? Well, I might look like a bit of a pimp, or I'll wear one of these baseball jackets with mm -hmm. a smart hat, or I don't know, a smart pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. Just, it's your own style. Yeah. Don't, like, don't try and copy other people yeah. at all. Do not mm -hmm. do it. And that's why I say, just because I'm not wearing a snapback, yeah. doesn't mean I'm not a DJ. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The amount of bookings I've rolled up in, Smart. Yeah. I love going on DJ every time. Especially, especially when you, you say if your face is on a flyer, mm -hmm. you are in the snapback and all that. Yeah. When you roll up, you know when you first get to the club and the doorman there, go yeah. like, man, I'm DJing. They look at you, go what? Yeah. Say so that's me there. I'm gonna post up. Yeah. And they go, that ain't. Where it is, mate? Do you know what? Right. Yeah, 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 of course. And it's always keeping the people thinking as well, isn't it? Mm. Oh, what's he gonna wear today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But my whole persona as a person, it's not even a persona, me as a person, mm -hmm. I've always liked to come across like a gentleman anyway. Yeah. And the way I dress and, and, and my style, mm -hmm. I'm pretty like old school. Yeah. If I could go back to any era, it'd be the 60s. Right, yeah, where they have a proper kid about their fashion. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, right. man. Alright, cool. Alright, so switching gears a little bit. Um, what are... Obviously, as being an open format DJ, you get to listen to a wide range of music. Um, so, what is what Smoochie currently listening to at the moment? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. 
could not tell you. Like when new albums drop, like in the hip hop scene, mm-hmm. straight away I listen to it. Yeah. Anything I get sent, I listen to it. Yeah. But I, t- I try not to. Yeah, here's an example. Like, so your DJ city, you'll mm-hmm. go through and you'll have the top DJs picks, won't you? Mm-hmm. I won't listen to them. Yeah. I'll listen to every single track. Mm. But even if the track's popping and you know you've seen it on five DJ stories or you've been to a couple of club nights and then three DJ players, well, I don't like it mm-hmm. doesn't mean I have to like there's tracks I don't like yeah. that I play because it gets cracked out mm-hmm. right but because every other DJ's playing it and you don't play it doesn't mean you're not good might yeah yeah. do you know what I mean of course so let's take a, a Drake track if it's rubbish mm. you think it's rubbish yeah but you know another track that can go in this place but these five DJ's ain't playing it yeah but you know the crowd are going to get a reaction they're going to know the track mm-hmm why not play that? Why why play the same five tracks that they're going to hear in the same five clubs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because yeah, it's yeah. the in thing in, to yeah. fit in. Yeah, that's cool. Especially when you're doing like, when you're doing like sets where you've got like a two hour set and you've got other DJs in front or behind you, then you know, more than likely know one of the DJs is going to play it. Play so. it yeah, yeah, yeah. Even your warm up, like, mm. even your warm up DJ. Mm. The hardest job is a warm up DJ. Yeah. By far. It's the hardest job. But, yeah. Any booking, I like to take it back anyway. If you, if I go to a booking and there's five DJs on the lineup, mm. straight away I'll bring it back. Yeah. So it'll be like I'll play like kind of a throwback mix because I know these guys ain't wa- ain't gonna want to play it. Yeah. They they're not interested in playing it. But that stuff I'm gonna play is gonna work because mm. everyone knows it. Yeah. It's still good music. In fact, seventy five percent of it's better music. Yeah. That I definitely agree with. Do you know what I mean? That I definitely agree with. All right. Cool. So. One of the things we normally do on this channel is I'll set you three scenarios and you have to pick a track based on each scenario. Go on. So get the mind thinking. Alright, so first scenario, um, and these are three scenarios that I just make up in my head and just have it. Um, so, first scenario is what is the track you play? Or what's the track that's going through your head when you're eating a good plate of food? What do you think's like your yeah, kind of that track that makes you think like yeah, lots of, almost like today was a good day type vibe. See if I'm eating food, but like, like not indoors, like if I was sitting at a restaurant. Or, yeah. Um. Do you know what? That's a hard one. That is hard. <laughs> Um, you know what? Mm. It's a bit of a random. I don't even know what I thought of it. I've just thought myself eating food and maybe outside. Yeah. You know, um, what's the track now? Follow me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That. I don't know why. That. <laughs> nah, that's a good track. It's the little house two step. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, what is your. I suppose after this now I know you're off to a meeting um, do you have a track that you normally would go to when you say like your meeting's gone well or someone's delivered you some awesome piece of news and you're like with a tune to play it's a, you know just you've had a great piece of news you've had a great day yeah yeah, yeah there is it's but I can't even say his name but it's um, Izzy Kam- 
Wacko. Well, I don't know how to say it. You know somewhere over the rainbow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the um, original with the Hawaiian dude. Yes. Is it, Israel, he, Israel Kawaka. He commands you or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Okay, the okay. rainbow. Yes. No, because everyone knows the house mix. But yeah, I know the original one yeah, that you're talking about. All right, cool. With him on the little ukulele. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, last tra last scenario, even. Um, I suppose I like this one. is more, you've just finished the set, and you're jumping back in the crib to head back. Or you're jumping back in the car to head back. What's the song that you're normally playing? So, club night's finished. Oh. It's um, packed up and you're heading back. Does it have to be a track or an album? It can be an album. See, there's so many because there's a few recent tracks and recent albums I like. That's what's kind of stuck in my head at the minute. Mm. But I'd say what for easy listening for me mm. to relax and chill down, mm. um, probably a Jack Johnson album. Okay. I was expecting that, was it? I wasn't at all. But yeah. Jack Johnson yeah. Okay, any particular track that stands out for you for Jack? Um, I like Better Together. Mm -hmm. I like... Yeah, Better Together. Let's say that. Alright, cool. Cool, cool. Alright, so last couple questions um, before we wrap up. Um, is there any question that you want to ask me or is there anything you want to get off your chest or... Any advice you want to give out to new DJs or something like that? Is there anything you want to talk about? Kind of like opening the floor to... What about... Um, anything surrounding DJing, yeah. DJ culture? What is it you don't like about DJing? <sighs> what is your pet hate? My pet... I'm going to ask you three, right? Yeah. So what's your pet hate? I think my pet hate around DJing is... What is two... There's two, there's two specific pet hates that I have. One of them is, at the moment, I was doing a lot of club bookings, and you tend to get a few people that come in, like, early doors, and they want to hear, like, the biggest song, which you know you're going to play later on in the night anyway, but they always want to hear it as soon as they walk in the door. And like, yeah, I'm going in 10 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, all that story, I'm going in 10 Ah, oh, that is the frus most frustrated sentence in the world. I'm going in 10 minutes. Could you play this for me before you go? Like, no. Because I know three hours later you're still going to be partying with your friends mm. drinking. So yeah, that's my pet hate around yeah. Jen. Mm. Wow. So, what would you mm. like to achieve as a DJ? Where would you like to put yourself? So say now, you mm -hmm. told yourself, you know what, I'm going to retire at 50. Mm -hmm. I want to have done this around 50. I think for me... By the time I'm 50, I'll definitely, I want to, for personally, I want to say that I've done like a big festival overseas. Yeah. Um, but I always want to know like that GJ that it can always be relied on. So for, as we're kind of around the same age, I know that for whatever reason, like loads of friends or whatever will ask me to DJ and, and they know that I'm always going to deliver um, for whatever reason I'll play the music that they like so yeah. that they're going to cater for any crowd, for any crowd. Yeah. yeah so when I'm 50 I always want my legacy to be that great DJ who alright let me put it like this on currently I'm on radio and one of the things I'll do is the mix and blend show 
um, and I kind of caught inspiration from Treble T from Rampage because he's one of the only DJs that I hear out there at the moment that will mix two songs from completely different genres and that is something that I've started incorporating yeah. in my radio sets where I'm like I can start at house and end on like a slow jam or something like that so I think I want my legacy to be one of the, the most creative DJs who's consistent throughout his period up until yeah. 50 that's good yeah Um, if you could be anyone's tour DJ, who would it be? Mm. Any artist in the world. Any artist. Do you know what? If I said to you, right, here's my phone, yeah. name an artist, I had the number, mm. I said, right, he's, he, he's going to be your tour DJ from now on. Yeah. That's it, and they go, yeah, right, so you've got one shot, who would it be? Oh. Um, and why? I think it would definitely have to be hip hop. Yeah. I know that much. It definitely have to be hip hop. And I'm thinking maybe Ooh. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. Buster yeah. Rhymes. I love to. Oh, he's, That's different. Yeah. That's different. And I think for the reason why I specifically picked Buster is because he is a high energy guy. Oh and yeah, very, very high energy guy and. I'm like an energy person anyway, so I think from his, from I think I've listened, I've got all Buster's albums in some form or another. I think I've got a couple on vinyl, CD, and I think I've got some on digital. Yeah. But I think Buster's one of those artists that has transitioned a couple of generations. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know his voice. Straight you know away. his voice, and I think like. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have to be Buster. Buster yeah, it would have to be Buster. The only other person I could possibly think of would be T Pain, but I think Buster's probably outlast T Pain in terms of legacy. Yeah, of course. Cool. More so, of a legend as well. Yeah, Buster for me. That's good. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, so I suppose last couple of questions. What's what's next for Smoochie? What what have you got up and coming? Um. Well. No, I've got uh, my first child on its way. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So the last, my missus is um, six, she's six months gone, so we've got three months to go. Yep. So the last six months, mm-hmm. to me, because I already t- I told myself, mm-hmm. one thing I told myself is, I ain't kids to I'm for at least 30, yep. which has worked. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, I want to have at least a million pounds right. for a kid. Yeah. That hasn't worked. Right. So, nah, it was when found out she was pregnant blah 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 for me it's game plan now yep. what's my game plan because kids cost a lot of money yep. but I'm, I'm a stepfather as well my missus okay. already has children yep. so straight away it's, for me it's not just yeah we got a baby lovely and our house done yep. it's bigger cars bigger house mm-hmm. this that but you also have to take consideration the other children yep. what area this that and the other but so, I've had so much going on in six months mm-hmm. it's been mad People, are, I said on my Instagram story the other day. People think, people said, "Oh, what are you doing? And do you, do you even DJ anymore?" Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm not, not posting flyer here, yeah. flyer there. Mm. I'm, I'm working every week. Yeah. But just because I'm not as active as in, oh, catch me here, catch me there, catch me, which I was. Yeah. And I was like, I would everywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Catch me here tonight. Catch me there. Catch me there. Now, at the end of the day, yeah, self-promotion is good, but they got promoters, they got all that. Yeah. I've got a lot going on in my life, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? My, this child is my life. Yeah. So, 
yeah, the last six months I've been working out what I'm gonna do there. Yeah. Um, now, to calm down, mm-hmm. worked things out, yeah. blah blah blah. So now I can start hitting it hard again. Mm-hmm. And people noticed that because obviously I was with Bridge Ross the other night yeah. at the album launch, blah blah blah. Had a very very good conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I smashed it before with this side of brownie thing. So what I'm gonna do now is, I even so I haven't decided yet, but I might keep on what I'm doing next mm-hmm. three months. Yeah. And then proper plug things where we are but I've, I've got three hopefully three new resident black ball boy nights coming up okay so they'll be in a different city yeah every uh, well so say it's free mm-hmm. one week end of the month somewhere um, which was what I always used to do anyway yeah um, I may have something big in the national coming up okay I say I know it might and nothing's been confirmed yet but I might be in China at the end of the year Wow. Doing a tour in China. So, okay. Um, hopefully. Yeah. And, that, and that's for the Black Ball Boys. So, yeah, got nice. that. But with me, it's just, I don't know. I could wake up one morning and I'll think of something. I don't mm. know. Not blame my own trumpet, but I've always had quite a creative mind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I might think of something new or what else can I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. That's good. What can I bring else to this DJ game? Mm-hmm. What can make me unique than anyone else? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Playing with my toes or saying upside down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Um, and lastly, where can people find you on the socials? Social, all social media is a good one for branding. Mm-hmm. Well, I missed that earlier. Once you are in a situation where you're happy, blah blah blah, and you're branding, mm-hmm. all your platforms, you want the same plug. Yep. Yeah. So you say it once. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to go. Follow me on Snapchat on here, follow me on YouTube on here, follow me on it, do you know what I mean? Yep, yep. So, you want it. If someone's already taken it, mm-hmm. you change it so you make sure you can have all of them on that platform. Same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it used to be at DJ Smoochie on anything, I changed it mm-hmm. because no longer DJ Smoochie. Yeah. Couldn't have Smoochie because Smoochie's a yogurt company. Right. Dead. <laughs> um, the way yeah. I spell it, just with yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so um, all, my, all my socials are Smoochie Official. Mm-hmm. That's S M. O O C H I O F F I C I A L. Believe so. Smoochy official. Either way, I'm going to put links in obviously yeah. the video description, the podcast description, so yeah, people yeah, can yeah. click on it and follow you there. No, man, that's great news. Yeah, man, so again, thanks again for coming down. No worry, Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it's been another episode of Who's That DJ? I'm JSG. He's been Smoochy. Until next time, peace.